Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. We are live today, sponsored by and brought to you by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Check them out at www.swivelvision.com and by Softball Spirit Magazine. Check it out at softballspirit.us. Coming up, we are going to be talking Hale State softball and all about the coming SEC softball tournament. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Give me two hours of your life, just two hours of your life. Come to a softball game. If you don't love it, I'll buy you dinner. Allison Allen, current Akron racer and graduate assistant for Hill State Softball. Now here's Jared Rogel in the fantastic one, Jan Studeman. And we are here live today on PCRS, the Coach Road Show, again, brought to you by Swivel Vision Training Goggles and Softball Spirit Magazine. And with me right now, the head coach of Mississippi State Softball, Van Studeman. Coach, it's always great when you're here with us on PCRS. Well, thanks for having me, and that intro is, uh, for for lack of a better word, is fantastic. That is, cracks me up every time. <laughs> well, listen, we got we got to have a, a special a special intro anytime you're coming on the show. So, coach, let's get right to this. Um, you know, coming up, you will have your last regular season uh, series. You're going to close out. Um, with South Carolina. So just kind of break this game down for us, uh, offensively, defensively. What are you What are you looking to do when you go in there this week? You know, uh, it'll be a huge series for us uh, and for South Carolina as well, as both of us are jockeying for position in the SEC tournament as well as the ever-so-coveted NCAA tournament. Um, right now, uh, Mississippi State, we are set, we are sitting at um, eight, and they are sitting at ten, but only one loss separates us. Uh, so uh, we are um, looking for a huge series. It's going to be uh, senior weekend for them. They've got some uh, key players that are seniors on their team, so uh, we're hoping that they will have an emotional weekend, not a not a breakout weekend, and they put a lot of pressure on themselves to to do well. Um, but uh, very very similar ball clubs, and in, in the fact that uh, in our win loss category and our uh, strength of schedule category. Um, they've got maybe uh, one more pitcher uh, than us with uh, some ex- some more innings. Uh, Alexis Silkwood for us has 200 innings. Um, and then the next highest innings pitch is 60, whereas um, they have two pitchers sharing most of the time, Nikki Blue throwing 172 innings and Julie Surratt throwing 166. So they've um, – Split some time, obviously thrown a few more innings than us. Um, I think that says that we might have played a few more run rule ball games maybe than they have um, as they have more innings thrown on the year total. 
But uh, Silkwood obviously doing uh, a lot of the work for us at 200 innings, and uh, she's got 23 victories. So we're looking for uh, a few more victories this weekend in Columbia. Uh, They've got a a lineup that consists of four of the nine hitters above 300, and they're just really, really scrappy. And, um, you know, like I said, I think it'll be a, a similar matchup. Uh, and uh, it'll be a tough matchup, and it'll mean a lot for both of us. Oh, Coach, you mentioned the uh, rankings there and, and the RPI. Um, you know, right now you all are sitting at 30. They're sitting at 32. So this is a definitely a very big game as, as far as that goes as well. Um, you know, and, and when you look at that, RPI, and we'll talk about this a little bit more later on in the second part of the show. But I got I had to ask uh, Lonnie Alameda this question from Florida State when she was on um, during Seminole Softball Monday a couple weeks ago because we had a fan email it in. And I'll ask you the same question I asked her um, for that fan. Knowing that you are going to be in the NCAA tournament, no matter what happens, no matter what happens the rest of the year, you're going to be in that NCAA tournament. Does that change the way that you coach the SEC tournament? You know, that's a that's a great question, and I'm sure every coach has a, a different philosophy on it. Um, my my feelings are we want to win every game we play, and we want to put our kids out there uh, the best. To, to set them up for success. I want my kids to go out and feel like they are uh, just their mental giants, their bodies feel good, their mind feels right, they're rested and they're ready to go. Um, so with that being said, it, it doesn't necessarily change the way I coach um, or decisions that I make. Uh, but it will it will affect how who goes out. We want all of our kids to go out there um, feeling like they are well prepared, rested, mind, body, spirit, and and ready to bring bring their A game because they feel good. Um, so we're going to go out there with that in mind and put the best nine, ten people out there that we feel like can give us the chance uh, to win a ball game and. Uh, uh, it's it's an opportunity for us to uh, excel uh, on TV. We you know every single game of the SEC tournament is live on either SEC Network or ESPNU or ESPN2. It's an opportunity for us to shine the public spotlight. We definitely want to put um, uh, shine a good light on uh, our softball program in Mississippi State. Uh, and so we will be putting the best nine or ten young ladies out there to get the job done, um, regardless of what the NCAA season um, the future holds. Well, Coach, I'm glad you brought up the TV thing because that has played a key role in SEC games this year as far as strategically planning for them. And anybody out there that says it hasn't is, is kidding themselves. You all have something that – the ACC and, you know, some of these other conferences don't have to face. And I talked to one of the coaches from Auburn when I was out at the Judy Garment Classic about this. The fact that all of your games, except maybe one or two here and there, 
were televised in some way, shape, or form. How much, even though that's a great thing, obviously, for the sport, for your, for all the programs, especially for the athletes, how much harder does that make it? Uh, you know, I don't know that it makes it that much harder. It's just um, something that, an added element in that the, we must focus on staying focused on what we need to do as individuals and as a team instead of the distraction of what others have to say about us or um, the the media hype has just because it's so much, there's so much more exposure, which is, is like you mentioned, phenomenal for the sport and uh, for these kids. I mean, it's just such a great recruiting tool to, to tell them they're going to be on TV every day and, and their parents can see them from wherever they live. And um, that, you know, it's just done a lot of, I think, more helpful things than hurtful things. Uh, but it is a distraction, and it is something that we have to coach that, you know, football, basketball, baseball may have been coaching all along. Um, it is a new challenge for uh, my generation of coaches in that, we have to figure out ways to make sure that they're focused on uh, what they need to be focused on and not distracted by um, outside influences and, and what others may be saying, color analysts or, or, or play-by-play people or, or whatever. We, we've got to make sure that we stay on task. And, um, and definitely the, the TV scheduling, too, has um, changed a, a lot in the way that we plan, for example, um, we we played a Monday night SEC network game on TV in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is eight hours from Starkville. So uh, then on Thursday we played, um, I mean on Friday we played a evening game in Missouri, which is also uh, eight hours from uh, Starkville. So it puts a, some logistics there in the travel whereas we got home late Monday night and then turned around and left on Thursday to head to Missouri. Um, and I know Tennessee had a Monday night game uh, against uh, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. They drove home and turned around and came right back down here, which we're only an hour from Tuscaloosa. They drove right through Tuscaloosa to get to us on Thursday and play us on Friday. So some of the scheduling has, has turned turned the um, – the season around quicker or the week around quicker on how we prepare, um, whether or not we want to have a midweek game there um, or not. And, and so there has been some uh, uh, definite challenges for the coaches to uh, hurdles to jump and whatnot, but uh, definitely uh, a ton more advantages uh, than disadvantages and great for the sport, great for recruiting, great for our, all of our institutions. And it has just been um, really an awesome experience and, and one that, you know, you just say a lot about ESPN and the, their professionalism um, and the SEC Network in that there there really have not been a, a whole lot of hiccups or a whole lot of problems. And, you know, I said knock on wood, you know, we still have uh, a month left of softball, but uh, as the SEC season comes to an end here over the next two weeks, it just really has been a great experience uh, and one with few hiccups and um, an enjoyable uh, learning curve and, and a lot of fun. I look forward to uh, many, many years to come. So, Coach, with all that said, let's go 
back to South Carolina now. Again, you'll be going there. I want to let everybody know um, those games are going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and I'm going to give everybody the central times. Uh, they'll be at 6, 4, and 6 p.m., 4 p.m., and 11 a.m. respectively. Coach, couple, uh, give us the three biggest things that your team needs to come and do at, at South Carolina to come away with not only two wins, but the series sweep. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great question. You know, one of the things we've not done that well lately is play defense. Two errors Saturday, two errors Sunday. So we're going to have to play some solid defense and, and make sure that we limit the freebies, stolen bases, errors, walks, tip by pitches. The freebie factor will be a, a big deal um, in, in this series, and as well as uh, taking advantage of our speed, whereas we have 91 stolen bases, they have 39. So we've got to get our speed on base and get them moving with a timely hit. So I think those are the three categories there. We're, we're going to have to limit the freebies. Um, uh, we're going to have to get those fast hits on base and take advantage of our fast game and uh, get some timely hits with them on base uh, to to solidify a, a series win and, and or, or a sweep. It, it will be uh, tough on the road. And like I said, uh, it's senior weekend for them. I believe they're having an alumni event. So I, I think it's going to be a, a big hostile environment for us. Um, and it'll be tough a tough place to play uh, the, the last three games. And, Coach, one more thing, one more note here on the South Carolina game. We always talk about those those free passes. You know, what are you specifically working with your pitching staff on this week leading into this South Carolina game to make sure that those are limited? Because when they are, they are a team that, even though their record is the, the way it is right now, um, as far as in-conference play, overall, this is a team that, if they're given those free passes, they will take advantage of it. Absolutely. I mean, they have 177 walks on the year and 48 uh, hit-by-pitches. So uh, you're looking at over 200 free passes there. And uh, combined with an error uh, here or there, you're looking at um, possibly a dangerous situation, uh, especially with uh, 53 home runs on the year, you know, you get into some of that, those situations and, and 65 doubles. I mean, they've got extra base hits all around and um, you, you end up with sending some of those freebies up there and then they get one of those extra base hits. You're in a lot of trouble, but um, you know, we will be working on uh, some, some actually we'd already started last week, kind of working on a, a couple of, uh, of things that um, make our pitchers feel comfortable and um, getting them back out of, possibly game mode uh, it's, it's hard to explain but once they get into that game mode they uh, forget some of those fundamentals which is totally fine I, I tell them all the time we'll, we'll you know we will dissect things and think about things in the bullpen but when it comes when we're when we're out on the field you're just competing and missing barrels and uh, all I want them to do is compete out there not dissect their pitches I need my hip here or my hand here they just need to execute the pitch the body knows knows what to do. They need to compete, execute what's called, and miss barrels. And um, so we're, we're working back with some of those fundamentals to make sure we have a solid base to execute from while we're out on the field. And then just making sure that mentally 
they are confident and, and ready to go and, and feel good about um, what they're doing in the bullpen. This is TCRS and Coach Rub Show. We're right back up to this, and we are going to talk a little bit, try to break down as much as we can the upcoming SEC softball conference tournament. This is TCRS. The camera is going to go on both people. If you're in those big moments and the winning runs on base and they're throwing it, they hit a base at the outfield and it's the center fielder throwing it to the plate. Either the goat's going to be the center fielder who missed the throw or the hero of throwing them out. Hey, Coach Mike Lucie. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Man, welcome to Lafayette. Welcome to Kansas Country. Glad you're here. Our game is like a boxing match. We we are like two heavyweight you know, boxers in the ring. You're going to give a blow, but you're going to take one, and you got to give one back. And you just got to stay on your feet until you can get that knockout punch. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're here on TCRS today live talking with Mississippi State head softball coach Vance Studeman. Coach, let's try to break down as much as we can heading into the SEC conference tournament now. Um, obviously, Florida is going to, you know, Florida or Auburn is going to come in with that uh, number one seed as far as, um, as far as the SEC tournament goes. Right there, let's start right there. Um, if, if you had to guess, and I'm asking you to, who do you think is coming in as the number one seed? Well, I, I'm going to stick with my preseason pick, and, and that's going to be the University of Florida. I believe uh, they're on a – actually, matter of fact, I'll just brag a little bit. Uh, they have not lost since they left Starkville. We beat them on Sunday, and they're on a 15-game winning streak since they left here. So, I think we might have uh, kind of uh, made them a little angry, and they have sharpened some, sharpened the blade a little bit, and uh, really been on a tear lately. And I know Lauren Hager, I believe, has uh, set the home run record. She beat um, Megan Bush's home run record, and I believe she's 23 and 0 and pitching really well. And they have the, um, a, a great freshman pitcher as well. Uh, I just uh, I, I know Auburn's bats are. Um, are strong and they've proven that weekend after weekend after weekend. However, I just do believe that Florida's going to pull away with that series. And um, uh, you know, with it, you know, with it being um, uh, at, let's see, I think Florida is at Missouri, so uh, I, yep. I do believe it'll be a it'll be a tough run there for them because um, it's at Missouri and Missouri is, is is on fire right now and hot, but. I do believe I'm going to have to call Florida's going to be able to uh, squeeze out that number one seed. And you did mention that, yes, Florida Florida will end their season at Missouri. Um, and I was actually at Missouri this past weekend to watch LSU and, and an all-out Tiger battle royale basically here in, uh, mm. here in Columbia, Missouri, between LSU and Mizzou. And I'll tell you what, I was at the game on Saturday, and I did not know – I don't know what happened that game, but I do know that Mizzou is going to be very tough when it when they get down to that SEC tournament. Um, you know, everybody obviously waiting to see, and I'm talking about obviously that the beating they put on LSU, um, and then LSU though coming back yesterday night and run ruling Mizzou. So, you know, and, and I think that really goes back, coach, to what you said at the very beginning of this whole thing. You all are playing eight straight weeks 
in most cases, of super regionals. And there really is no telling who is going to come out at the end of this. Some conferences you can, some you can't. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, our conference, I mean, you really, really cannot tell. It's um, it's brutal, uh, one through uh, 13. And uh, really, um, you're looking at Kentucky, who's sitting at 5 and 16 right now in the league. And I believe they are ranked maybe 17th in the country um, at 5 and 16 in the league. And they're number 12 in the league, coming off of a World Series appearance with basically the same team and a incredible pitcher in Kelsey Nunley. So, you know, uh, like like you repeated, it, it is a super regional um, every single weekend. And who who would have ever called that Missouri LSU would have two run rules in their series? Both of them are loaded with pitching. Both of them are loaded with offense. And both of them play stellar defense. And they're, both, they're just both great ball clubs. I would not have called two run rules in that series. And um, I just think that uh, you're going to just be scratching your head at the end of at the end of uh, regional play because there's going to be a lot of us standing, I believe. It's just a it's a, it's a tough conference, and um, it's, it's one that we can, if it's used correctly, you can sharpen your skills on uh, for the postseason. Uh, if you can keep your kids confident uh, and keep them believing in one another, uh, even when it's hard and you do get run ruled, I mean, a testament to LSU for coming back on Sunday and believing in themselves and able to put put the uh, run rule on Missouri. So um, definitely it's it's going to always be hard to tell. Um, I'm just, you know, you're just scratching your head at, uh, at, I mean, I think Kentucky is the biggest, is the glare, most glaring um, uh, stat at the, at the time being because they, they, Kentucky is a great ball club. They are a great team and uh, have, I mean, have, uh, in my opinion, the best uh, catcher in the league, and and just uh, just an incredible ball club at five and sixteen in the league, and that just uh, is a testament to what this league is about. Coach, want to let everybody know really quick. Kentucky is actually a little bit lower um, RPI wise. They are actually sitting right now at twenty two RPI wise. Obviously, no matter what happens, they're still in um, postseason as well. So, really quick, want to let everybody know right now, or and actually this is going to stay this way. The teams from the SEC that will be in Baton Rouge for the SEC tournament will be Florida, Auburn, LSU, Alabama, Mizzou, Georgia, Tennessee, Hale State, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Old Miss, and Kentucky. So right now Arkansas is a lone team out of it, and at 1-20 right now, they, they will not be in Baton Rouge for the SEC tournament. Coach, just a few minutes left. Really quick, though, I want to remind everybody, the games will be, um, again, South Carolina will be Friday, 6 p.m. Central Time on SEC Network Plus, Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time on – is that right? Yeah, that's right. On, that's right. Okay, that is right. 3 p.m. on SEC Network Plus and Sunday at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. Coach, a couple more quick moments here with you today. Looking at all of the teams that I just read off, which team does Hale State match up with the best? And which team right now do you think that you maybe don't want to see in the first round? Well, um, 
You know, the first round that we've looked at it pretty pretty carefully, um, the highest seed we can be is eight, and the lowest seed we can be is 11. So uh, when you're looking at that, uh, you know, and then you look at that top seed, you've got Florida, Auburn, LSU, Alabama, Mizzou. Those, um, those top, top four or five right there um, really are not out of winning it. Um, Florida right now at number one. Um, but everybody all the way down um, to Missouri actually has a chance to finish number one. Um, so, uh, you know, with that being said, it would, it, it's going to be uh, uh, the, those, those folks will get a buy. So the lowest teams will play each other, eight and nine, and then um, let's see, then it would be uh, ten and whomever. I don't have the bracket in front of me, but the, the, top, the top seeds get a buy and eight and nine play. Um, and the rest on Wednesday. So in the first round, it will be the battle of the bottom. And I guess we can start uh, and give SEC Network that um, that phrase, battle of the bottom. But um, in, in that bottom half, we're, we could see Texas A&M, South Carolina again, um, uh, Ole Miss again, and Kentucky. So you know, in in that in that pool there, we have not we did not play Kentucky this year. Um, so it's hard to say who you want to match up with. We have not played South Carolina. We played Texas A&M early. We won the series. Ole Miss beat us in the series, beat us in, for the series victory. And then we're, we're going to see South Carolina this weekend. Um, and you know what, that's just a, it's a, it's a coin toss. It's the lesser of two evils. I mean, I, it's, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's all going to be hard and it'll all be a dog fight and it'll just be a great preparation for, um, the uh, the postseason, so I, I think I might plead the fifth there, and just go with that coach <laughs> talk right there, and 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 tell you that um, any anybody in the in the in the whole league is is going to be it's going to be a dog fight. But what I tell the kids all the time, it's not the best team that wins; it's the team that plays the best. So if you want to win the game, you need to play the best. So, coach, let me ask you this then, and, and I don't know how you'll answer this, but let me ask you this: in the second round. Who do you want to play? And, and more specifically, you know, every coach has that one coach they like coaching against. So which coach do you want to coach against most in the second round? Well, you know, I have a lot of respect for all the coaches in our league. Everybody is so good. Um, and every every series that we play, um, I know my kids get better and I get better. I learn something from these coaches every series that we play, and I get better as a coach every series we play. But I really enjoy playing Florida. They they play the game uh, so well, and they just go out and play the game. There's not a whole lot of um, uh, of showmanship or or uh, you know taunting or. Uh, anything like that. It's just they're classy. They go out, they play great softball, and they pack up and they go home or, or pack up and go to the clubhouse. And um, just a, a, a fun game to play and, and a lot of lot of great athletes. You're going to see some great plays, some great pitches made, some great hits. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun to celebrate when uh, you're playing great softball so I just have a lot of respect for them and 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 coach Walton and all that he's done and um you know 
if I have to pick, I guess I'll pick Florida. <laughs> Coach, as always, it has been a fantastic time talking with you and especially talking Hell State softball. All the best this weekend against South Carolina and all the best in the SEC tournament. And uh, we'll hopefully be able to talk to you uh, heading into uh, regionals or even uh, super regionals as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Jared. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Again, make sure you guys catch the Mississippi State Bulldogs against South Carolina. Those games will be Friday, 6 p.m. Central Time on SEC Network Plus, Saturday at 3 p.m. again on SEC Network Plus, and then Sunday, 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. Until next time, later times, everybody.